This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Brock Purdy got the job done as a backup quarterback. A couple of other backup quarterbacks almost uh, got the job done, but Buffalo and Cincinnati move on. Gutsy performances uh, from Baltimore uh, in Miami in, 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 in the process. Yeah, man, uh, that was surprising. I tweeted out uh, after it was 14 nothing Buffalo. So I'm going to watch something else, man. So guys, tell me what to watch. I'm going to watch something else. Did you watch The Office? This. I didn't. What did it? No, you know what I did? I fell back asleep. Okay. That's what I did. Uh, fell back asleep, and I woke up, and it was 17-14. And I, I, told, I was like, oh, I might have to tap in now. Jesse told me. Don't watch, all right? Because when you weren't watching, we were cooking. So I didn't watch until the end. Mm. I got it. Jesse, I got, I tried. I didn't see live. I didn't see not one Miami Dolphins touchdown. I don't even know what to say about that game. That was insane. I'm going into it. You guys know I told my friends, everyone, like I told them, Buffalo should win, but I thought Miami had a chance. The reason why I thought Miami had a chance is you still got playmakers. You got Hill, Waddle, those other um, – oh, Holland. Waddle. Jeez. Howard, those guys on deep, yeah, he, yeah, uh, he, yeah, he had issues with um, ball security this year and catching the ball, but yeah, but um, they they put up a good fight, yeah. like like going into next year. I think Miami's a team they can they can compete for the AFC East. Yep. And honestly, this year Buffalo, the two wins that they had, they had to come from behind to get them. Yeah, they they played they played the Bills really well. Yeah, they played the Bills really well. Um, like I said, you get into the the whole. Man, Josh Allen will give it to you, bro. What I noticed, too, is Miami started doubling Stephon Diggs after it was like 17-0 and stuff like that, and that's when Allen started to um, – he started to struggle a bit once mm. they took Diggs away. Mm. It was a good game, though. It was a good game. And then the Cincinnati game, I didn't see that coming at all. What a play on the goal line. What a play. Yeah. Wow. Incre- yeah, that was incredible. What a moment. Um. Oh, so tough. Like, that just – it's right there. Yeah. Inches. Inches, and it goes the other direction. Yeah, and and John Harbaugh talked about it. Still after had a game. chance after that too. Yeah. Did you did you have a problem with the the clock management at the end? I know a lot of people were talking about that. I thought he played it perfectly. I I, I thought it was fine. I, I thought the uh, 
I thought the announced team was overselling it a little bit. Uh, I thought he played. Sure, wish you had those extra seconds here, huh? Oh, shut up! They're on the like, Stop! Like it, 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 it's fine. Like they're, they're they're fine. I thought he played it perfectly. The, he he spoke about it after the game and he said the uh, the killer, which I agree, was the holding call. You know, if you don't have the holding call, they had a mm-hmm. holding on like first or second down. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, you're around like the 13 yard line with 40 seconds to go. Like you've got plenty of time. Um, yeah, but I didn't see that coming. I did not see that game being that close. Uh, happening that way. So Yeah, I didn't either. Did you – this was super random. I usually don't even watch this. Did you see at the beginning of Monday Night Countdown they were talking to RG3 about the Lamar situation? Because you saw Lamar's Instagram post? I did, yeah. Yeah, so I yeah. caught the beginning of Countdown. They were like Steve Young and, and uh, I think Booger was there. They were like, oh, this guy's got an issue. And RG3 was like, man, no, I've talked to people in that building – is definitely salvageable, you know, and they made a big deal that night, um, the night of the game, about Lamar not being there, right? And yeah. RG3 was like, well, there's been games he hasn't been there before. Like, it's he was sick, first of all. That's one of the reasons why he was. He was, like, trying to defend the situation. RG3, and he made great points. I, I understand what he's saying. That post had everything to do with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, uh Everything. Lamar Lamar put on his IG story when you have something good you don't play with it you don't take chances losing it you don't neglect it uh, when you have something good you pour into it you appreciate it because when you take care of something good the good things take care of you hashtag uh, not about football he didn't put that he did not put that he absolutely <laughs> did not put that um I think there's a lot to read into Lamar Jackson's social media behavior over the course of the last couple of days. And I actually think it doesn't start with Lamar. Mm. I think it starts with Adam Schefter. Mm. And we talked about it. I think we talked about it because it, it, it was either published during the show or right before the show. But Adam Schefter's tweet about it's been 30-some-odd days since Lamar Jackson is, has sprained his PCL and it does not look like uh, he's not going to practice today – and it looks like he's on track to miss this weekend's game. Mm-hmm. That was that was an organization-influenced message. The number of days, the exact injury. So Ravens fans can Google PCL injury, NFL mm-hmm. player, PCL injury, PCL sprain, grade one, and figure out how long those guys missed and compare it to how long their franchise quarterback has been out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It To me, whether Lamar is hurt or not, it all boils down to this. You didn't sign him to a contract extension, and I wouldn't play for your ass either. Mm-hmm. My whole world could end any minute. My financial future could be gone any second, especially if I'm playing at less than 100%. For you, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it for you. And I'm not going to do it for my teammates either because I would expect my teammates to fight for themselves as well. They would fight for themselves and fight for their family. I'm not going to fight for you until you step out and show that you believe in me. And they didn't. So whether Lamar is 10% or 100%, I wouldn't have played Saturday's game. I wouldn't have played this season. I sure as hell wouldn't have played it less than 100%. You know, I'm on the same page as you. Lamar started tweeting after that original Schefter message, and Mm -hmm. I believe that. I I, I absolutely believe Lamar saw that and saw, okay, this is what we're doing? Because I know Schefter didn't do that on his own. 
as sneaky and slimy as that dude is. I know he didn't do that on his own. Right. Okay, we could do this. We could let this play out through social media. I could do it too. Mm. You rallied your little fan base there. I'm going to rally mine with this message. Yeah. And then he posts the one on Instagram a couple of days later. Because he, he remember, he had the original tweet that detailed what he was going through right now. And he ruled himself out before Baltimore ruled him out. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that was all in a response to Schefter and his social media behavior. I, I agree with you 100%. And I know um, – I don't know if we can say we disagree with this one. I don't know if we disagree. But, yeah, I heard it some more people talking about – you know, he needs to get him an agent. He's doing this for what? For what? There's there's, there's no negotiation that needs to go on. I, I think you're wrong. He needs an agent. For what, though? Because he, he has no leverage. His playing is just what we uh, saw. Clearly it's not, though. All right. All right. Like I said, if I was his mom or somebody, hold out. That's that's the left. They can't win without you. Well, no, I, I get that. Like, I, I, I get that part of it. But he didn't do that. But that's what he needs to do now. I don't need an agent for that. That the way this season ended, because they because you can definitely make the argument. Lamar plays on Sunday night. They win that game in Cincinnati. the The missing link was Lamar Jackson. He's already solidified. There's 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 really nothing to negotiate no more. I this is what I'm looking for. You make it happen, or I don't play. Go into the season again without a quarterback. The leverage he was losing is if Huntley would have kept winning like a Brock Purdy situation. Now it's like, well, we don't have to pay you. Like, we're winning without you. They can't win without him. Mm. Not the way they're built. So now I got all the leverage in the world. We either get this done on my terms or I don't play, and you guys keep losing. I I feel like there's more to it than that, and I feel like it's complicated now by the Mm. franchise tag. Mm. Because if that's the road we're going down, you, you maybe you don't need an agent. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't even know. And and I and I'll and I'll I'll send off a message and ask. I don't know if agents take fees on franchise tags because mm-hmm. that's not something you're negotiating, mm-hmm. right? So I I don't know that an agent would take a, a a fee off of that. And if they don't, I strongly disagree that he doesn't need an agent. He needs the leverage of other clients. He needs the leverage of whatever agency he's behind Mm -hmm. they need to force his they need to force the Ravens hand Mm -hmm. because Lamar's play didn't force the Ravens hand yet yet now dude won an MVP and can't get a contract extension I know Josh Allen's the gunslinger and he already got his money Mm -hmm. he ain't won an MVP he ain't won nothing Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson has he has no contract something about Lamar they're not buying and they need to be persuaded. <laughs> well, look, on, on top of that, if I was Lamar, and it could be salvageable, I believe RG3, you know, because I think he has intimate knowledge of the situation. But if I'm Lamar, I'm like, the Rogan Smith was here five minutes. I didn't hesitate giving him money. It's nah, not the same money. It's not the same money, but I didn't hesitate making sure that, that just, was taken care of. It's not the same thing, though. Like I get, I get it. I get, I, I, I completely get your point. It's just not the same. Well, they'd have, they'd have to explain it to me. Because it's not a question of whether they have money or not. Mm-hmm. It's the amount of money that Lamar is going to command. Mm. It's a lot. It's not what Roquan Smith. It's not what any other player at any other position in the entire league, p- probably besides Nick Bosa, will command. <laughs> like it's just right. not the same. 
I, I don't I don't it's Aaron Donald money like the Aaron Donald's the only non quarterback who 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 makes that kind of money and he just made it this year. Mm. I don't think I think the thing with Lamar that they're not buying. I don't think they believe he'll hold up. I don't think they do. It, it, there's the way I think that's plays. part of it. I absolutely believe that's the way part he of it. plays and but they're like well we need the way he plays to win. So it's the old NFL thing. We'll just we'll just use him up. Yep. We'll just use them up until and if we We're can do treat that, you like uh, Alabama did Derrick Henry his final mm-hmm. year. That dude ran the ball like four hundred times in his final season at yeah. Alabama. And and the Cowboys did. I always forget his name, but the running back. Uh, not Julius Jones. Uh, I always forget his name. Uh, the dude who went to the Titans. Yeah, Marco Murray. Thank DeMarco you. Murray. Goodness gracious. Yeah, got, forget his name and, every time. And you could say he was right or wrong or whatever. But the way the Steelers were about to do uh, Le'Veon. And Le'Veon said, you're not going to do that to me. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. going to do that to me. So that's what the Ravens want to do with Lamar Jackson. What hurt their case is what happened in the final month and a half of the se- or month of the season, including the playoffs. Now, you want to talk about tit for tat. If I was the Ravens, what I would do is I would draft a quarterback. I draft a quarterback, hmm. and I'd be like, "Well, all right, Lamar, this is what we're gonna do. And if you don't want to do that, we're moving on with our franchise. <clears throat> and we got a quarterback waiting. Is he good enough? We'll find out. But we'll we'll find out. We'll find out if he's good enough or not. I think they will draft a quarterback. I don't know if that is like the way they're looking at it. Like we're doing it because of Lamar, but I think they'll draft a quarterback. Speaking of drafting quarterbacks, can we give love to? My guy. My man. Your guy. Yes. You've been with him all year. All year. You're right. right. Trevor Lawrence. You're right. Uh, With that, (laughs) not only a phenomenal comeback uh, for my guy, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, but the Jacksonville Jaguars did exactly what we told you they would do to the Los Angeles Chargers. Perhaps more specifically, the Chargers did exactly what we said they were going to oh, do. Oh, man. I give this one to you, partner. You you had Jack. I had Chargers. I, I told the Chargers, you the Chargers were going to go to work. Why? 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 This is what they do. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, you put mm, your faith in Brandon Staley. Oh. <laughs> oh. Somebody was... said Brandon Staley needs a one-way ticket to Thailand, <laughs> and I fell all the way out. They fired the offensive coordinator. Oh, that's the problem. They had 30 points. That'll put some butts in the seats. <laughs> they had 30 points and fired the offensive coordinator. That was ridiculous. What was the worst loss, that one or the Vikings? Well, I'll go to – I don't. well, I don't know. Let's see. You got a team that's up – what was it, 27-0? Uh-huh. Or – a quarterback who throws for three yards on fourth and eight. Come on, man. Hmm. Speaking of, that was embarrassing. we told you what was going to happen. I had the Vikings on that one. Why? <laughs> Why? What Vikings are you doing? Those are the two I got wrong this week, Chargers and Vikings. <laughs> Once again, this is why I can tell you when I'm right. Because I'll tell you when I was wrong. I had Chargers. Why and would you ever? Because I thought the Vi- I didn't think the Vikings were good, but I also didn't think the Giants were very good. Daniel Jones balled out. He did. Daniel Jones balled out on Sunday, and 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 I always thought I always thought Daniel Jones was a little better than people gave him credit for. I didn't think he was that good the way he played on Sunday. He balled out. They got a real shot to go into Philadelphia on Sunday. 
and, and win that game. Bayball has those boys playing. He does. He's yeah. got them playing. He absolutely does. And it's another disappointment for Kirk Cousins. That was so it's, embarrassing, bro. What are you t- <laughs> And the guy was like super covered. Like <laughs> Kirk has made a career of doing this. Like why? How? How do you make the same mistake at a critical point every single year? This isn't Detroit. It's the <laughs> This is the NFC Wild Card weekend. Man, the the Chargers and 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 a Kirk Cousins led team blowing it in the playoffs was the most surefire thing. My man Io texted me, "Yeah, Vikings ruined my parlay." Bro, if you had you wouldn't have yeah. made that parlay if you had consulted no, yeah. me. Why why? I I picked him to win. I, I didn't understand. You I didn't guys. feel confident enough to put a couple dollars on it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> um but but the Chargers collapse shouldn't take away from the performance uh of the Jacksonville Jaguars and, and Doug Peterson and, and Trevor Lawrence and that group fighting uh to stay in that game before ultimately winning well, it. Well which one is worse though? Which one's worse, Vikings or all things considered? Like the Chargers, you can make the argument Chargers fans, uh, 40 of them. You were up 27-0. They didn't believe it was like championship. Vikings were The Vikings had four losses. I think it was the Vikings. That happened at home, too. I think yeah, it, was I think it was the Vikings, too. Yeah. I think it was the Vikings, too. Because Trevor Lawrence, as I've been telling you guys for years, is the chosen he has. one. Yes. He, he is the future. Of, of I was the there National when he was Football League. Yeah, it's it's similar to my thoughts on draft night about Keegan Murray. I told you how perfect this would be. I think that was the same episode you talked about how much you love James Harden. That mm, 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 too far, <laughs> too far. You went you went too far. <laughs> Kenny just forced us into a commercial break with that line. I'm going to step out and regroup (laughs) after that. We'll come back. Coach David Patrick uh, is going to join us, and we'll shift our attention uh, not only to Sac State basketball, but uh, trade deadline about a month away. Rumors are picking up. Let's go. Didn't see Kings involved in any, but there's cup. And that's the story Mm. right there. Um, That's all coming up here. It's D-Lo and Casey roll along here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Casey continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Hey, live. Well, I was just going to ask you, Damon, do you have the same type of abs as Oscar De La Hoya? No, they're not drawn on. <laughs> no, because I, I don't know what was just going on right there during the commercial break. But uh, straighten up, man. We got company. Let's welcome in the head coach of yeah, yeah. Sac State men's basketball. We try to behave when you're around, coach, man. The other, yeah, the other three, the other three hours and forty minutes, all bets are off. But we try to act right when you're around, man. How Co- did I ask, coach? Says, coach, you like boxing? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens with a lot of people. They liked it back in the day, and now it's yeah, a jumbled yeah, mess. Yeah. It's a jumbled mess. Now, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's I Coach Nick like boxing it. for? His basketball team's fighting for their life every game that they play. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all, y'all are the least boring team in the conference, Coach. You ain't lying. I'll be trying to box them dudes sometimes. So, <laughs> so, 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 so Sac State got a win over the weekend. But this one was like you guys have had like come from behind wins games you come from behind and it's really close. Is the demeanor a little different when you're up and 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 you get to within five seconds and that lead to has shrunk has shrunk to one? Is is the little is the post game demeanor a little different? It, it was it was kids it was kids night or kids day at the nest so I had to had to make sure my demeanor was met. But <laughs> it was. I mean, it, it it was, but you know, at the end of the day, I look at it in the, the NBA games and even the games going on in college basketball, all these wins, mm-hmm. you know, you can't take anything for granted. Even the NFL playoffs on the weekend, you know, you saw the Jaguars come back from behind. So, like, if if, if those professional guys are, are slipping, like, how can I expect my guys to be perfect? You know, but uh, we'll take it out. We we'll take the win, but it was a lot of lessons learned. Mm-hmm. Hey, coach, there there's one. Um guy that I wanted to ask you about because, you know, we talk all the time about Zach and the season that he's had. He's done a phenomenal job. Um, Caleb, he's been phenomenal as well. But when I watch you guys, when I watch you guys play, one guy that sticks out to me is kind of a glue guy who who does a lot of things underrated that I think, um, you know, people kind of overlook is Austin Patterson. You know, I really like his game. I like what he brings to the table. And is that kind of how you look at him as like a glue guy like hey if we you know need a big shot we run something for Austin or you know he can get a sneaky little slash to the basket in an and one or something like that I just really like his game no you're on it man he leads us in minutes played I think he averages like 30 31 minutes a game I, I, I never take him out unless he asks for it but what he does doesn't always see he gives so much guys space on the floor because his ability to shoot mm-hmm. um he's tougher than people would would think you know because he's only a sophomore and uh he does make big plays for us, whether it's a drive to the basket or a big three. You know, we're only up five the other night, and they hit a big three to put us up eight. Mm-hmm. He does some stuff um, that you don't – that doesn't always – the lay fan doesn't see. But I'm mm-hmm. glad you, you're able to see it because he, he's a big piece of what we're doing. Yeah, I like his game. Yeah, he was three of six from three the other night. Is is how How important is it for you to lay out, like, expectations to guys like Austin and Caleb, like, like – this is it. Do, do your players know exactly what you want from them every game? Uh, they do. They do. And, and, and I can be harder, harder on some of them. I can, I'm hard on Austin and I'm hard on Callum. Mm-hmm. And uh, because the, the, one, they have that position in the team and I hold them to, to, to a, high, a high degree. Obviously, Zach um, gets the same the same hard treatment they get because mm-hmm. um, I have that high expectations for them. But they set the expectations because how they they approach the preseason, how they've started the year and um you know how they've been playing so um they definitely know where they're at and i and i let the team know who who's getting what shots and and what's expected from each guy 
You know, Coach, one of the um, practices that, that I came to before the season, I got to get back to the practice. Man. I, I like checking out the practice. But um, one of the things that was really stressed during the whole time I was there at least, defense for sure, but finishing off the defensive possession with rebounding. And it seems to have paid off. You guys are one of the best rebounding teams in the big sky. Uh, is it to your liking right now? Is it satisfactory for you, or do you think there's another level on the boards that you guys can uh, can achieve? I think there's a whole nother level. I mean, that's kind of our deal. You know, we, we won Thursday night um, against Northern Colorado and beat them by 13 on the glass, you know, and then mm-hmm. we come back against um, against NAU and we're up 10 at halftime and then the game gets tied up on the glass. So, so there's a level where we, where we take our foot up the gas. Cause for me, that's what wins in college basketball, defending and rebounding, mm-hmm. you know, because we're so big, um, that's a way to put our physicality and impo- impose our size, uh, you know, on our opposition. Um, so I think we still have another level we can get to, to do it on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. How many guys do you have returning from last year's squad coach? What? Two that really play, you know, in terms of Zach and Ken Wilborn, you know, the other three, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Barrett's been hurt. Um, Xavier Ford was a walk on. And uh, Chris Holly, the local kid, has been, been been injured. So, and those guys were all young kids last year, and Tao Hardy, uh, but they they weren't they didn't play a lot because they were young players. But but two that play and played meaningful minutes. But and you guys have already matched last year's win total. Um, already this year, you're already at 11 wins. Team finished 11 and 18 last year. And I always wonder, especially in college, where the turnover is so great now with the transfer portal, new coach, new coaching staff. Is there value in that? Do you do you recognize that? Like with the with the guys who have been around, like, hey, look at the growth that we've had. Or is that just kind of like a, a talking point for me and Casey? Look, I, I'm aware, you know, as a staff, but I don't talk about it to the team. You know, I, I can tell you our internal goals when I when I got here, we've exceeded them because, you know, and it, it's it's hard to win one college basketball game, let alone two or, or, or three. And so uh, to get double digit wins in your first year is kind of your goal as, as a new coach. And and we've probably obviously superseded that. Um, so now I hope, you know, after being around this team, like I don't know what our goal is. I don't think there's anybody left on our on our schedule. Um, that we shouldn't beat, and and, and I, sh- I I firmly believe that. Obviously, every game is going to be a fight, um, but I've I've raised the expectation uh, level of this group, you know, and we'll, we'll reflect on, you know, what year one is, you know, at the end of the year. But I try to play these games uh, in in one season increments. Yeah. Hey, coach, I saw um, some stuff yesterday where you got you guys were at the uh, MLK uh, walk. Yeah. You guys were at the one, the one at Sac at Sac City, right? Or were you guys? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we were. Yeah, we were the one that started at Sac City yeah, and went yeah. around Land Park and yeah, Broadway. Yeah. How, how was that, man? Your your first one out here. They they've been doing that one out here. Same route, everything. I used to. Did they go all the way down to um to the convention center with it yesterday? We, no, they didn't go to convention that, center. They that might have been the other MLK Park. march okay. that hey, happened. Coach, we, <laughs> when I was when I was a little kid, my mom used to take me out there. We used to go from Sac City. To the convention center, walking all the way. I'm like, jeez, goodness oh, gracious, Rainer's time. But uh, I think they changed out the route a little bit now, man. But how was that being out there for the first time out here, man? Oh, man, I, man it, it was awesome. I mean, we practiced beforehand, and then we went out there. And um, I didn't want to make it mandatory because it's kind of their, their day off. But mm. uh, most of our guys went out there um, and was amongst the community here. But to be to be in that situation uh, was awesome, really awesome um, for our guys, more importantly, you know, to, to be – to see the amount of people that came out there, all walks of life. It wasn't a whole, you know, it was every, 
every creed and color up in there mm-hmm. uh, was also for our group. You know, we got to meet Councilor Rick Jennings on the way on the uh, yeah. on the walk, really good uh, which is really cool. And he, he spits some knowledge to our guys um, of him being a former athlete and, and where that led him to. So that was the, for me, that was the biggest win uh, of the day for our guys to hear someone of his stature uh, that looks like us uh, talk about his journey mm-hmm. um, and obviously the journey of, of, of Dr. King. Coach, me and me and Kenny have been, you know, singing your praises all season long, singing your praises, you know, since the hire. But we we, we drop down on the pecking order when Mike Brown stops his press mm-hmm. conference and starts talking about supporting uh, Coach DP in, in Sac State. What did that 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 mean for you? And then, of course, uh, you know, Mike Brown, De'Aaron Fox and his and, and his wife, Rosay, came to attend the game as well. What did it mean for you uh, to have the support of, of, of those guys last week? Man, look, it, it was awesome. And I had no clue Mike was gonna was gonna do that until I got home got home from uh, you know from from practice and they they told me that Mike talked about it, and then I you know I thanked him for saying it. And then the next day it was like, man, DP, I need tickets to the game. So I'm like, shoot, okay, he's coming to the game. Um, so obviously that was was great. And I know how he he feels about me as a as a, as, a, as a person, but for him to obviously put that out in the media, uh, you know, just means a lot from from a mentor who's had so much success, you know, he's got so much stuff going on for him to take time to think about me and Sac State, because this is not his alma mater by any sense, mm-hmm. um, was great. And then to have De'Aaron text me, maybe it was three hours before my game, like, D, what you doing? Do you have tickets for me? I should have said no. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but I was like, you know, of course, you know, for and he reached out, you know, out of the blue, because I know, you know, he's a Kentucky alum, and I never want to want to take these guys on their off days to come to a game. So it was great to see him there. And then the message he had for our team after the game, De'Aaron, uh, was even more inspirational um, for, for an all-star to take time out of his schedule. And, and Mike uh, just, just speaks volumes for the kind of people they are. Yeah. No, that was that was really dope to see, man. Hey, man, Warren won in the big sky. You know what I mean? These yeah. guys stay working out. The boys working out there. I love to see it. Who you got this week? Uh, Idaho State and yeah. Weber State. On the, road. on the road. Yeah, so getting your boys ready for it, huh? Yeah, both tough ones. You know, Idaho State was four and and they they dropped their last two, so you know that they'll be they'll be hungry to get back on the on their winning ways. And then Weber State's always a always. A, a tough time out. You know, yeah. they're good. Obviously Dame Willow went there, but that's a that's a real time program. But we try to focus on Idaho State, man. Um I've never been to Idaho so much in my life. So uh, <laughs> that's so, where the that's where the uh the, the, the tournament's there too, right? Tournaments in, in uh, Boise. It's there right? again, man. So, yeah, yeah. I've never been in, to that state ever in my life, and now I've been there twice, <laughs> twice in two weeks. So, maybe a new holiday destination. But uh, we'll, we'll try Boy. to come out of there with one win, <laughs> hopefully two. Coach, what are you doing this holiday? Going to Idaho? What are you doing? <laughs> all right, Coach. That's, 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 that's all right. Uh, good luck this week, Coach. We're looking forward to a. I'm sure another heart heart stopping game uh, from your squad out there, man. But we appreciate you. We'll be dialed in. No, I appreciate you guys as always. Yes, sir. Take care. All right, so man, Coach David yeah. Patrick, right there, Sac State. Uh, you know our, uh, our our women lost for the. I saw that. For the, you, you talk about Sabonis's double double streak. <laughs> like man, when it, when when I saw that the the, the women lost, I was like, no, it's uh, ooh, 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 Tony Brothers referencing the game. What the hell's going on? I think I saw that too because I think it was on on Saturday, and obviously I was locked in on one thing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, I was checking the score, and I saw and I saw they lost us. Yeah, it was a rough one. I Wait, watched what? it back yesterday. What? It was, it was a rough one. Yeah. Oh. 
It was just it just, it just wasn't one. They, they, I don't know. They just wasn't there for that those, one. Those those road games will happen to you. Yeah, they'll get you. Know you. I mean, they'll, they'll they'll get you, especially like this league. You know, you go like Coach just talked about. You go to Idaho. You mm-hmm. go to Montana. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's just rare vibes, man. And it'll get you every now and then. So it got them, but they're still on pace to handle business. By the way, Thursday. Speaking of the women's game. Duke, North Carolina Thursday. Oh, where's that? In North Carolina. Mm. Yeah, buddy. I need I need to I need to go to that game one time. Yeah, good luck. North, <laughs> North Carolina, I think I saw they beat uh NC State the other day. Everybody beating NC State. Yeah, NC State struggling. <laughs> I don't say that too loud. Duke beat NC State too. <laughs> like hey, good, 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 good quality win right there. But uh yeah, they're they're struggling a little bit. Um, so it's a good week for college basketball, uh, for sure. And it's funny, they're on the same. Like when I get to I get I get to my my you know my calendar on Thursday, I got all of these teams in it. And there's there's Duke basketball, there's Duke women's basketball, there's Sac State men's basketball, and then there's Sac State women's basketball. All mm-hmm. all all right there on my. Who do you think you are? Can you care away? Uh, watching all this college basketball? No, well, I just I, I I watch I watch I watch my Hornets and my Blue Devils, man. Yeah, man, I was watching. Look, I, I got our, already made commitments to the Big Sky, obviously, but you know I can't give up the Big West, uh, so you know I'm gonna be watching them. Um, Pac-12. Uh, I decided to go with the SWAC. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna watch the SWAC. I was watching Grambling and Southern on Saturday. That was an interesting game. I was, <laughs> I was actually on TV. That was on uh, <laughs> CW31. <laughs> Oh goodness! Oh, there's probably a really good joke right there. Oh man, there's probably a really good joke right there. Goodness gracious! Oh, I was I was watching that game. Good good vibes always. I wouldn't have a clue where that channel's at. Well, it's right next to thirteen. Well, I have streaming. So I, oh I don't yeah, know. you don't have. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say it's right next to thirteen. That's how I always see it. But okay, there's that. Um, and then what was I going to say? Oh, could I could I mention something that we didn't talk about yet? Let me. Yeah. Can we talk about Friday night? Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to get to the remark you made about the trade deadline too. So let's oh, let's, sure. let's not forget that. What happened Friday? No, we, well Friday it, HBCU night at, at the Golden One Center. Good uh-huh. time. Always always a successful night. But mm-hmm. the the skirmish. Oh <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah, it almost uh, uh, <laughs> the, the 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 brawl at the Golden One. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Those boys was about it was to get early into in it. the first. Yo, Garrison Matthews. Yo, your boy oh, is trash, man. <laughs> yo, your boy is trash. He just hip checks uh, Malik Monk and frames it as if he's going for the ball. He wasn't going for the ball. No, not at all. And in the last, and and then, and then when they and and they 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 that's how they framed it later was oh yeah he was uh. Uh, that you know, both were making a play for the ball. Like, no, they weren't. Malik was making play a play right. for the ball, and he got hip checked. Yeah, and then and then Malik. I'm now. I'm sure he said something or whatever the case may be, but he knocks the ball uh, out of his hands. Now that was funny. He says, and Garrison Matthews just just all charged up. Dude, sit your ass down. <laughs> don't like, hey, you don't want this. No, sit down. No, and then the enforcer. Oh, the here he Matu. comes, Matu. <laughs> Chemezi came in there and was like, hey, what, what, we got a problem? Is Chemezi the first NBA player ever to get thrown out of a game for pointing? I don't know what Terry Eason did. He was talking. I don't think he made contact. Mm. But he was definitely an instigator. Just as Metsu was an instigator. Well, who's, wait, who and stepped on the floor? I don't have a floor? problem with that. Tate stepped on the floor and who else? 
Terry Eason was the one that got ejected. So maybe they, I, I thought I saw him in the skirmish, like talking crazy, like, what's up? We got a problem or whatever. But maybe they got him for stepping off the floor. But I thought I saw him talking crazy. And that's why he got tossed. Mm. Golden Wester. That was wild. Oh. Golden Wester was turned up. And yeah. <laughs> they were. They were turned up right there. I was, I was in the car on on sixty five connecting to eighty. I was like, okay, that's what we doing. I'm on, I'm on the way, Malik. And that was, the and that was the wrong night for Gary Matthews to start something. Not the night, pal. Not the night. Someone, someone should have informed you. No, brother. You know what's funny about about that night is like, um, so. I, but before you leave, before we leave that moment, uh-huh. things shifted very, very briefly after that. Mo- like the game, like the Kings were ready to run away with it. Like the game oh, yeah. was about to end, and then it was like a ten-minute stoppage. It was long, and they came out and scored like twice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and they had a couple of bad calls after that too. Like, it's like okay, a couple and ones. I think uh, Singoon traveled at half court, didn't get called. Oh then, my God! Air Gordon, he travels on that play. Seventeen thousand people <laughs> jump to their feet. All they three, of, up all three officials, <laughs> and then Eric Gordon gets the and one. Incredible! And so it was going oh, crazy. Incompetence at its finest. Yeah, they. Oh, that was incredible. Rob, that travel was incredible. Rob, get your boys, get your boys. But what I was going to say. Because I was mm-hmm. I was having flashbacks to your to your to your question earlier. What was crazy about that night is, um, it looked like Jalen Green was ready to go for forty. Yeah, he had twenty five in the first half. Yeah, and the, and the Kings stepped up on the defensive end. He only got two the rest of the way. Mm. De'Aaron Fox stepped up. Halftime adjustment <laughs> question mark. <laughs> huh? We give all the adjustments in the world to Mike Brown. And we're going. Staff. We're going Friday. I need you to ask Mike Brown before the game yeah. in the press conference, do you make halftime adjustments <laughs> or do you give them oranges and say, let's go? Well, I think what Peyton was saying was they say whatever they want. I'm over here using the restroom and eating oranges. Right. And then the coach says, let's go. <laughs> That's all I'm paying attention to. Uh, let's get Kamara in here. Cause you know, he's, hey. he's going to need a couple minutes. Nine one six nine zero nine. 1320 Kamara what's happening baby the shade of uh, Kamara's gonna need a couple minutes hey man first of all I just want to say uh first of all congratulations to the Niners Casey thank you, you know. very much thank you we're not done job's yeah. not done I know job's not done yeah I know <laughs> um but I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in De'Aaron um and Domos you know ESPN man what happened well we didn't get a chance to see it yet but what what? 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 What do you want from them? I, I, I feel like if they're gonna go on like national TV, they missed the perfect opportunity to wear the Lord Dada sweatpants and sweatshirts. Uh, <laughs> that would have been pretty fire. Actually, you know what? That actually would be a kind of fire drip to bring that. I mean, maybe not Dada, but like. That's it. That's not well, the, a bad. The three X velour, you know, the three X velour. Although I came to after yeah, Kamara, after at Kamara after uh, you get done with your your point, I, I got a I got a something I got to say. Do you got a gripe with velour? No, no, I just okay. got something I got to say. Okay. Oh no no no! I want to hear what's your point, bro. What's your uh, point? Well, you you would appreciate this. 
it's gotten to the point where NFL players dress better than NBA players. NFL players look yeah. fly coming in. Yeah, I think they look really nice. Yeah. And NBA players look like they just threw I, anything on. I think some NBA players just try too hard to be different. Yeah. And that's why this whole like baggy look, man, it's it's like this is they're cutting clothes like where you buy a medium and it fits like a triple X. Their their that's outfits very have no true. Their offense have no rhyme or reason. Yeah. I, like, they just literally throw on any clothes. Okay, you know what it is, though? You know what it is? It's, um, and, you know, now we're going into the Dean Lowe and KC fashion <laughs> uh, part of the show. So, really what it is is street style. Um, the street style has changed and it's shifted in the last three years to where, like, to your point, Dean Lowe, like, like a small is now like a, is like a medium. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And a, and a medium turns into a large Close a little bit bad year. I'm not a fan of it because, you know, I'm on the short side, mm-hmm. short side of things. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, but it's like you're seeing a shift in street fashion and a lot of uh, NBA players adhering to more of the street style, street fashion um, uh, aesthetic. And whereas the NFL, you see the, the guys are coming in with the suits and, you know, the tailor suits and then the, the double re- double breasted look. Uh, one of the guys who actually, um, Actually, gets a lot of the NFL players. Brian Alexander, I get I have a couple of suits of his. Like he's a he's based out of Washington D.C. Um, very popular with the NFL players. So yeah, that's what you're seeing. Well, um, even even aside from the suits, Kamara, like just their their streetwear. Like you look at somebody like Trent Williams or um, yeah. I forgot who uh, the Amina who was one that I saw Debo. Like their streetwear just looks better. Like it looks more well put together. They look and fly. Like these guys. Well, you know what the it, but these guys are also like, they're like three hundred pounds, bro. Like they can't wear back, like you know, <laughs> they're not gonna wear like. Uh, there's not many triple X, triple XX that you can use for that too. guys that yeah. size. Yeah, that's true. So like, you know, it's like it, NBA players tend to be a little more slender, so they can they can get with you can um, get away with a, a looser fit clothing. But um, yeah, I do agree though. The walk in. Uh, is is really different. Who do you think actually messed up the NBA style? I have a, I have an opinion. SGA. But who do you think was the? You think it was SGA? SGA, SGA who, started all. Who do you, who do you think it was? I feel like it was a tie between Westbrook and and um, Harden. Westbrook. That's two good calls right there. That's two good calls. Well, I'm gonna take that as disrespect <laughs> and just cut your ass straight off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I get it. Yeah, it, uh, Harden had something I liked the other day on, and it was crazy. Oh, that crazy jacket he had on, it was like fifty colors. I think I like that too. I, I like that a lot. I don't know what brand it was. Man, the you know what's everywhere. Uh, uh, I bet Kamara got like ten of these. Uh, Shannon Sharp had one. At the 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 Louis Vuitton Letterman jackets, the designer Letterman jackets yeah, yeah. are like popping right the now. Le- the Lettermans are, are are really really heavy right now, really heavy. I had to take some. I went I went into a store for the first time in God knows how long what? over the weekend. I had to take something back. Oh man, I bought, I bought I, look, it was a medium mm-hmm. fit. Like I put these. It look it was Hammer Time. <laughs> The pants was saying, I mean, even for me, because I could rock baggy pants. Like, it was like, I can't wear this. <laughs> Shirt don't work either. This all got to go back. Yeah. All got to go back. I guess yeah. I'm just not for the streetwear of 2023.
Yeah, they, they, they need to do a little better. I, I don't like what I'm seeing right now. Let's talk Kings basketball, man. Let's. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I do want to get to. I, I want to get back to your remark about the trade deadline too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll touch on that. Um, Jason Jones coming up. Phone lines available for you. Much more ahead of Stilo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN thirteen twenty. D'Lo and Casey. D'Lo and Casey continues on ESPN thirteen twenty. It's funny. I know Kamara was calling to talk about the Kings and just never, <laughs> never got to it. Oh. Like talking about fashion, fashion. and all of Kamara these other. I, I think Kamara, Kamara, yeah, Kamara loves fashion as much as he loves yeah, sports. He can dress. Maybe, maybe, maybe even more so. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Let's get to our man Ramsey here. Ramsey, what's going on, baby? Gentlemen, just got a got a WNBA question for you. With all the activity that happened over the weekend with yeah. John Quell Jones trade getting finalized, and now the Thunder getting broken up with Jasmine Thomas, mm. what's your take for the upcoming season in these trades? Yeah, I'm 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 not sure why they why they gave up on it so fast. I don't know if there was something because I didn't feel like that was a team that that needed to be dismantled at all. Um, still feel like the championship rolls through Los Angeles. Uh, if Washington stays healthy, uh, Las, Las Vegas, yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, championship still rolls through Las Vegas. And if, think under Eric Tebow, if, 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 if Washington is healthy, and that's a big, you know, Elena Deladon for 40 plus mm-hmm. games into the postseason, mm-hmm. you know, that's a team to, to watch for. But I, I, you know, I feel like we're looking at Vegas again. I think so too. I, um, I wonder what happened in Phoenix, not only with that, but like it, it was like where was Skylar Diggins? You know, she mm-hmm. was she was having a, a heck of a season, mm-hmm. and then she got hurt, stopped playing, like went away. Yeah. I think she just went away. And remember, there she had that, that issue with yeah, Diana. Diana. Yeah, yeah. Skylar didn't back down. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's better to back down, though. <laughs> there, there's a handful of people you don't step to. Skylar, Skylar, she she like hot under the collar. Like she ain't no little punk. Like she has, you know. Ever, we've known her since Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and, you know, pretty face. But it seems like she she runs a little hot. Yeah, yeah, she does. Not hotter than Diana, though. <laughs> Diana different. Di- yeah, nobody <laughs> runs hotter than Diana Taurasi. Uh, Maya Moore retired over the weekend too. Um, I saw that. Yeah, that 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 felt like a given. And it, this is I'm not like trying to clown. Like I, Maya, we worked with Maya. Maya became a vegan for like a handful of years uh, mm-hmm. during her career, and Maya's a lot like me that in, in the sense that the way she's built, she has to eat right and train right, mm-hmm. like constantly, or her body completely changes. And it was clear she was retiring. <laughs> it was very clear she's retiring because it's it's hard to when you're built that like she's built thick like she's a she's a especially for the position that she played in as mm-hmm. athletic she was she was built thick and she had to work to keep that slim build yeah. um but she's taking on much bigger plat you know much Absolutely. bigger platforms in, in, in life and she, she's she's she had killing a, it she had a chance to be the greatest to ever do it absolutely i thought so too she i i mean i saw her virtually her entire career at uconn i i all those record-breaking games they had i saw in person Mm. um i mean 
Diana will always be my favorite, but I absolutely thought Maya Moore was going to be the greatest player of all time. Mm. All she did was win. Like, she just won all of the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And they lost uh, in Minnesota her first year there because Simone Augustus was out. She had like a hysterectomy or something, and it just like completely took her out for the entire season. Simone worked her ass off, got back to like that MVP caliber form. I think they unveiled a statue of her at LSU Mm. uh, over the last like week or so. Mm -hmm. And when that team, that Minnesota team with Rebecca and Lindsey Whalen – Man, that team was unbeatable. Mm. And then she just won more championships. She won in um, her, uh, I I forget the name of the place, but her overseas team. Mm. She just won everywhere she went. Olympic gold medals. Like everywhere she played basketball, she was leaving a champion. Mm. And hearing you talk about Maya Moore, and we we talk about Diana and all this other stuff, it has me thinking about Paige, right? Paige, Paige Beckers. And... I you know you know how much I love her game. I love watching her. Uh, she I've never been up close to her, or nothing like that. But she's now that I think about it, and I think about Maya Moore, Diana, Asia Wilson, all these you know Chelsea. Paige looks very small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she mm-hmm. still looks like a high school kid mm-hmm. that is just unbelievably talented. Yeah. And unfortunately, she's had to deal with the injuries and stuff like that. But as talented as I think she is, like I wonder if she'll be able to have that same type of uh, production in the WNBA because she's like like a little scrawny kid. Oh, I think she will. I think she will too yeah, just because of her talent. But yeah. she's like a, she still looks like a high school. I mean, look at what Sabrina's done. But even Sabrina's a little, little thicker than her. Paige is like skinny and slim. She is. Giving her the Kevin Durant treatment, huh? <laughs> Look at that. Kenny Caraway writing off Paige Beckers. What did she need to bench press? <laughs> couldn't even bench press 100 pounds. It's over for her. Paige is – that's my girl. I she's love bad. watching her black. Yeah, I hope she bad. gets – she's out for this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's out for this year. And then at that point, the question is, leave. Yeah, the question is if she's going to come back and play at go. UConn at all. Yeah, I would just go. I mean, she's the number one pick in virtually every draft that she's in. Yeah. So. She she's a problem. Hey, two things before we get to the Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, did you see did you see your boy Shaq? The the hair? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I saw the hair. <laughs> what? What? No. What? But, what which one? but Shaq uh, on Inside the NBA said, "Quote talking about John Morant. Quote this kid. He's an exciting player. He can do it all. Um, wasn't no high draft pick." Wasn't really talked about in high school, but the kid can flat out play. <laughs> you said he was talking about Ja Morant? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're wasn't, making that wasn't up. Wasn't no high draft pick. Wasn't really talked about in high school, but the kid can flat out play. Now, the high school part, maybe he has something there. I think he only had one offer, and it was like South Carolina. But wasn't no high draft pick. What? Well, I guess when you're Shaq, maybe it went too. Maybe, maybe, maybe when you're Shaq, that just I'm, I'm... he talks about. Oh man, 
Okay, I was trying to find the clip. I'm not going to be able to find it. I got, I got, I got the clip. Let me, let me. Uh, well, I was trying to play it on the stream. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. let me, let me, let me see. Ta- ta- tag me. In I just it tagged on Twitter. you right now. That, that'll be the easiest way to do it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta hear. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq, wow, Shaq just be saying anything sometimes, man. He really just be saying anything. And it, does anyone really care? I think we that, just laugh. That Shaq says no, stuff I don't like think, that. I don't think people are like us. They just laugh. That's what happens. It's like, yeah, that's 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 Shaq. That's what he does. I don't get upset a lot, but I'm, I'm upset, Ernie. Because when all you experts are talking about MVPs, you don't say John Morant's name enough. Based on the old school criteria, how I think and how you new guys think, his name should be mentioned. You know, right? Fifth amongst guard, 27 points, seven with assists. But this kid is an excited player. He can do it all. You know, you talk about how hard work pays off. Wasn't a, you know, a high draft pick, wasn't really talked about in uh, high school, but the kid can flat out play. He's very excited, he plays the right way. You need to mention his name. They're second in the West. This is their second longest win streak in franchise history. So when you talk about MVP and talking about Luca and you know talk about the big joker, make sure you mention this kid's name. I like giving props. I like criticizing people too, but I like giving props. This kid is coming. I love his game. He has that Allen Iverson mentality. But when you talk about MVP, you should mention his name. I, I wonder if, it, if hearing it, it in context. Away from his- his correct point in well hearing the complete context I wonder if he was just trying to focus on the college part and say he wasn't uh, a highly recruited college player but he he said draft no we're not gonna stall him out okay (laughs) he said he he wasn't a high draft pick that's fine that was number two but like I said it takes away from his overarching point which I think is correct Ja is probably somebody that should be in the MVP conversation you know, for what he's doing, what his team is doing. Um, the other thing that I like about and I agree with is I said this a while back after I kind of like dove into Jaws, you know, past or whatever. He gets it out the mud. Mm-hmm. I told you about mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was after his rookie year and Jaw was on the 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 asphalt behind his dad's house, which isn't like, like, look, it ain't little G1C. Like they got roots growing out of it. They got, you know, this basket that, you know, is kind of bent from people dunking on it. And John was just out there grinding. Boom, boom. NBA player mm-hmm. in the NBA. And he was getting after it. So I've always loved his work ethic and the, the way he works. And that's why I look at his game. And I know he's put so much work in, you know, to get it out the mud to get where he's at right now. So I like Josh. Shaq was making a good point, but yeah. come on. <laughs> Wasn't no high draft picks. Settle down. Uh, San Francisco 49ers director of pro personnel, Rand Carthen, new general manager for the Tennessee Titans. Oh, congratulations, Rand. Congratulations. New general manager for you know the means? Tennessee Titans. Uh, you're taking Rand's job? <laughs> no. D-Lo and KC is over? <laughs> no. We're just getting started. We're just getting started, um, baby. More draft picks, baby. Give me them compensatory picks. Okay. Yeah, because um, if I if I have this correctly, I think he's a minority. So get picks for that. I love the. I just love the way that you phrase that. Well, if I don't I have know, this correctly, but I I don't know for sure. I just read that. Like I read. Does that work picks. for front office too? I think so. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, guess so. I guess that would make sense. Um, Man, shout yeah, out for Kyle him. Shanahan. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, was gonna, I ain't going to go there. I was just going to – Kyle Shanahan doing his thing. Kyle Shanahan, the new MLK? <laughs> <laughs> like, man. And then Kenny was right, I checked. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. So I was going to say Kyle Luther Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle had a dream. <laughs> Man, um, like, and if y'all if y'all don't get why we're laughing, look around the league. Like, man, ain't no, ain't nobody done this much for black coaches and executives since Tony Dungy. Goodness, great, oh, and very real possibility he's about to do it again. Yeah, this he's just getting started. Like D'Amico Ryan, I don't think I don't think he's gonna be here. I don't think D'Amico they, making it back. They just getting started. Kyle just getting started. Um. The other thing I was going to ask Miko, you. Miko, Bob, McDaniel. Oh, man, he's he doing whatever. And he got my man, and, Bobby, and Uncle Bobby Turner, man, you know, uh, back in the fall. Niners took off when Bobby Turner came back. I, I do not disagree with that whatsoever. They took off when Uncle Bobby yeah, came back. So I do not disagree with that, that whatsoever. Uh, the other thing, real quick, but just tell the people who are listening. It's just really, really quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.